Good morning. It's a workable day. It is indeed a workable day here on the stoop. Good morning. Big hugs to y'all. Good morning. Welcome. Come on in. We're on the stoop and everything's fine. My power just went out, just so you know. So we'll all right, y'all, good morning. I just mentioned that my power went out. We have another massive snowstorm here in Boulder. So if it gets a little hinky, as they say, that's why I'm gonna do everything I can to stay connected and I will come back no matter what. So if it drops altogether, I'll come back. This is our last day on the stoop before my teacher training hiatus starting tomorrow morning at 0700. So I want to really be here today together. So this connectivity thing, you know what? It's workable, okay? It's not my preference, but it's workable. And I've been on the stoop with y'all now for 32 days. 32, 32 days. And by now, oh, this like Wi-Fi problems, so workable. But I just want to let you know, if I drop out, I am so coming back. Snow in Boulder and an earthquake in SLC. Goodness, 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 goodness. Yeah, uh, we woke up to like that much snow and it's the most snow that Boulder's ever gotten in history. My husband's the kind of person that looks stuff like that up, so that's how I know. Good morning, good morning. Yes, Taisha, 32 glorious days. Look at us on the stoop. If we can do it here, we can do it anywhere. We can do it anywhere. You have given me the most tremendous joy. I'm not kidding you. I'm not just saying that. It's no platitude. I mean it. Okay, good. Taisha's gonna work on a theme song during the hiatus. We so need a theme song. Right now, music is life, right? Hugs, everyone. Come on, throw your arms out. Reach out for your screen. You can feel it. If you mean it, you can feel it. I can feel it. I can almost feel your actual body in my arms. Mm, mm, mm. Hugs are all about what you put into them. It's not just your arm movement. Am I right? Another one. Another one. Mm, mm, mm. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to see y'all. Oh, good. Monica likes my 80s playlist. Yep. Uh, I worked out to that myself this morning and oh gosh, it's so much fun. Oh, and you're so sweet. Uh, <laughs> Obi Gina Kenobi. I wish. I wish. Everybody got their neighbor hoodie on. Look which one I've got on. This was my, I'm in my care package for Monica in Pittsburgh. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. I got some fun trivia for you about Mr. Rogers, our guru, Mr. Rogers. You guys, it's the cutest thing and I had no idea. Mr. Rogers' middle name is, I am not kidding, McFeely. Oh, it's like my heart melted when I read that. And for the first time in my entire life, I regret not having kids just so I could have named one McFeely. Oh my God, it's the best. Of course, Fred Rogers' middle name is McFeely. Oh God, it makes so much sense. I love him even more. Can you believe it? 
It's the best. McFeely, of course. Maybe I want to go by McFeely from now on. I'm a cancer, so it makes perfect sense for my name to be McFeely. It could be Gina McFeely Caputo, but my middle name is Lucia, and that's also pretty good. Not as good as McFeely, though. Oh, gosh. All right, so I wanted to share that. I'm happy to see you. And if you haven't gotten the memo, uh, this is going to be our last stoop sit like this because I've got a teacher training starting at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, and that's going to go on for 10 days, and it's going to be an adventure in virtual learning where the potency is consistent. We're going to do everything we can for that to happen, and that's going to require all of me. That said, I'm going to bring all of you with me into that teacher training. You will not be alone because I'm going to be thinking about you. When I need a little lift, when I need a boost, when I'm exhausted, I'm going to think of you. I'm going to think of you that chose day after day to gather here on the virtual stoop. That is just about the most beautiful thing imaginable. You made a point to be here in community, in connection with each other. And that warms my heart as much as finding out that Fred Rogers' middle name is McFeely. That gives me all the McFeels, neighbors. It gives me all the McFeels. So I wanted to share a little bit before I go into stoop chat full on. I wanted to share a little about why I decided to do this. And there, wait, we should sing It's a Workable Day During Training. You're right, Tina. Let's go ahead and sing it right now. One, two, a one, two, three. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Woo! Yes! All right. We will sing it during the training. How about that? We've got some of our amazing trainees here on the stoop right at this moment. They'll hold me to it. We'll sing it on Zoom. All right. So... Uh, I wanted to share a little bit about why I started this. So um, being a germaphobe, I was tuned into what was going on when it was like a weird thing happening in China. Uh, I like to read the news, some of it. And I was like, hmm. And when you're a germaphobe, everything kind of pricks up. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So um, I was, I suppose, less surprised when shit got really real. Um, so I think I was maybe a couple days ahead on the whole fear thing. <laughs> and that's just a blessing of being a germaphobe. Thanks, Dad. So um, my, one of my like, go-to coping mechanisms is try to do something, be there, right? And so my, here was what my thought was about this. And it didn't start on day one as workable day in the neighborhood. I think that happened on day three or something. Um, but I just wanted to have a space 
that was consistent for you. That was the very first thing that popped into my head and in my heart is that this is gonna feel scary as shit. And for me, a way to support people feeling scared is consistency. Be consistent, consistent, reliable. And that is ultimately what I wanted to do. And that is why I said it at a very specific time and didn't change that for the entire 32 days because I think there is tremendous power in that consistency and reliability when pretty much nothing else feels consistent and reliable. So that was really my heart's intention. The other piece, in addition to just having the consistency and reliability every day, like a practice, it, it, and it is, it, we included a practice, but I mean, just coming to the stoop as part of your practice every day, day in, day out, I know from my own meditation practice how powerful that is in supporting me through difficult changes and uncertainty so I wanted to provide a space in which we could do that. The second together, the second part of it was a safe space for you to feel whatever you're feeling, to feel all of your McFeels, my McFeely neighbors, to feel all of your feels, right? So whatever it was, to acknowledge some of those feels, to speak to those, to not tell you how to feel, but try to give you some tools and resources, or better, better put, to tune you to your own inner tools and resources for working with however you feel or have felt on any given day. That was the other thing. I wanted to be reliable and consistent and have it be a safe space where you felt welcome to show up just as you are, come as you are, feeling however you feel, and try to give you some opportunities and invitations to observe and witness the inner tools and resources you have for making every day feel workable. So I just wanted to share, in case it wasn't evident, that that was my intention in doing this from day one, which was on March 16th. And here we are on April 16th, interesting. Uh, on March 16th, that was my intention. And I hope on some level, that intention has come to fruition. I can't say what the experience has been for you, but it has been all of those things for me. Seeing you show up has really filled me, not only with a sense of connection and community, but that consistency piece, some of you have shown up every single day. Now, I can't see every single name, you know, because sometimes they come in as a chunk or the number jumps up and there are no names. So I, it's not so much that, but I have seen a lot of the same names over and over again. So you, in turn, have provided me with that reliability and consistency that is so comforting to our sometimes scared hearts. Um, and I also feel very safe and comfortable with all of you. And, and that is probably energetic on one level, but it, this is the crazy thing about online. It's like a little hearts pop up and you feel that like, okay, okay, maybe this is of benefit. Maybe this is landing, right? So whatever I was trying to offer you, I just want to say you have returned to me 108 fold. 
So I really wanted to say thank you. Thank you, my neighbors, for that. Um, all right. And then I sat and I, I, I said to myself, what, what do I want to speak to? What do I want to share about? And this is something that I have tried really hard not to over-orchestrate, you know, like come up with like a business plan for each day or a hardcore outline or something like that. I've tried really hard to not do that because I think right now what we need is much more organic and raw and whatever is arising. So I'm trying my best to not overproduce. And I'm going with like, what's arising? What's arising? And for me on this final day, before I go into teacher training, just two words, two words over and over again, and they are carpe diem. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Unfiltered, those are the two words that emerged first. Now, some of you know, if you've done teacher training and stuff with me, or we're friends, uh, you know, well, we're all friends, but you know what I mean, like, you know my history and stuff like that. One of my favorite movies is Dead Poets Society. So add that to your quarantine movie list if you haven't seen it in a minute. It is absolutely, unequivocally one of my all-time favorite movies, and it has taught me a lot about being a teacher, in addition to how to show up for life. And there's a scene in which Robin Williams, who plays Mr. Keating, the teacher, um, delivers his students this very unorthodox uh, teaching about Carpe Diem, where he has the students look at the old photos of past alumni, and he says, you know, see if you can hear what they're trying to teach you. He says, they're all pushing up daffodils right now. And so he's offering them a teaching in impermanence. He's saying, look at them. They are no longer here. And what is it that they're trying to teach you? And he has them all lean in to the photos. And he, then he goes, carpe diem. Seize the day. Seize the day. And this is all that popped up. Seize the day. I feel like this pandemic has given us this experiential, not theoretical, not part of a workshop, but real freaking life, experiential teaching on impermanence. This is one of the teachings in Buddhism. This is one of the teachings in the tradition of yoga. But when we read about it, or we speak to it, or we hear someone else speak to it, that's all wonderful, and you can digest it on the level of your intellect. But the universe is giving us a teaching, experiential, that is how we're gonna learn best about impermanence, that nothing is permanent. That little rhythm that was maybe working for you, your life before this, impermanent, poof gone, gone as it was, gone as it was, and that there are no guarantees. We are sitting in the sometimes really steaming, stinky soil of uncertainty right now. The universe is being our guru, our teacher, and I feel like she is saying carpe diem, carpe Diem, seize the day. Now, carpe diem is actually part of a, a longer injunction 
the, the person who first said this was Horace. Horace first said this. And I'm going to do my faux Latin for you, okay? The full thing is carpe diem quan minimum credula postero. Carpe diem quam minimum credula postero. Did you like that? Should I do one more fake Latin? Carpe diem quam minimum credula postero. Carpe diem means seize the day. Quam minimum credula postero means have little credence in tomorrow. Put little faith in tomorrow. Kind of pay no attention to tomorrow. Don't bank on tomorrow. That is impermanence. Horace is saying, seize the day, seize this moment, seize this opportunity, live now, quam minimum credula postero, and have little credence for tomorrow. The other thing is, I mean, very simply put, I think that the universe who is saying to us, Carpe diem quam minimum, credula postero, seize the day, have little credence for tomorrow, is saying, be uncertain, y'all. Be uncertain and do it anyway. Be uncertain and do it anyway. Whatever it is for you. And it is going to be that which is most important to you. Remember a few days ago, we talked about what is essential? Dig in there for whatever do it anyway is. Dig in there, y'all. I can't tell you what it is. Only you know what it is. This is an opportunity, I feel so strongly about this, for us to deepen our practice, yogis, for us to deepen our practice, to go so far beyond asana into the heart of what yoga is, which is a practice of an extraordinary consciousness. It is a practice of transcending ordinary consciousness. It is time. We can go deeper. It is time to evolve ourselves, our understanding of ourselves and each other, to expand and grow. It is a time for that. And believe me, you can evolve, expand, and grow even under incredible struggle. It doesn't look like teacher training all the time for learning. Do you know what I'm saying? Life, the universe, is the greatest teacher of all. We have an opportunity right now to carpe diem and be the change we want to see in the world. You can't make anybody do anything, but you can take responsibility for yourself, your practice, how you show up. This imposed hermitage, essentially, this hermitage we're all living right now that you didn't choose, but the universe gave it to you, this hermitage, it is an opportunity for us to deepen our practice and our resolve to act on that which is truly important to us. Do the work, carpe diem, figure out what is truly important to you, what is essential to you, and act on it, carpe diem. 
quam minimo credula postero. This is the opportunity we have. And then I think about the universe doing this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for this opportunity, right? And it's like she's saying, I dare you to jump without a net. That net is certainty. And that is what we don't have right now. That net is certainty. And the universe is saying, you gonna jump? You gonna jump? Because I think the cosmic joke is the net only appears after you've jumped, after you've carpe diemed, after you've acted on what is truly important to you and truly essential to you and in alignment with this soul that we are in communion with each of these mornings on the stoop when we sit. That's the joke. We want to make sure there's an appropriate net for my height and weight and blah, 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 blah. And the universe is saying right now, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm going to give you a chance to experientially learn what carpe diem means, to understand what impermanence means, to understand what not squandering this life means. Because even the most committed amongst us are squandering in some ways. Oh, we are. I'm positive. The other thing I wanted to say is that this is an opportunity for us to embrace our creator consciousness, not our victim consciousness. Now, you can be in creator consciousness and still be scared and hurt and struggling. Okay, let's be clear right? Creator consciousness is empowering. Creator consciousness is taking responsibility for how I'm showing up. Creator consciousness is saying, I am carpeting the fuck out of this diem. I haven't even had that much tea. I just feel truly fired up right now. <laughs> Creator consciousness is saying carpe diem. I'm doing it. I'm responsible for it. I am creating and I am empowered, right? Victim consciousness is disempowering. It's powerless. It is shunning your responsibility for how you show up. It is putting that responsibility on someone else. Who that someone is, who knows? Who knows? In that scenario, in victim consciousness, everything's happening to us. In creator consciousness, it's happening because of us. Because of us. And I invite you to explore that in yourself. Hey, victim consciousness is part of ordinary conditioned consciousness. So if you witness that you've been marinating in it, please do not waste one second, my names, not one second beating yourself up for that. It's understandable. But here, the universe is giving us an opportunity to embrace creator consciousness. Carpe diem, acting on what is essential and important to me. 
whatever that looks like. Y'all don't need to be Oprah and make these changes on massive levels. Yesterday, I shared that a regressive pattern that's been arising for me is anticipatory grief that nothing's going to change. Now that's part of my conditioned consciousness. That's part of my lack of faith in the masses. And that is an area for me to point my consciousness, my focus. But what I'm anticipatorily grieving about is that, oh, what I really want is for us to change on a massive level. And I know that's not likely to happen. But one thing I am positive about is that on a personal level, on a personal level, or you could, you could say more individual level, there will be massive paradigm shifts. There will be massive carpeing of this diem. And the thing that I forget when I go into my regressive pattern is that's how global change happens. Person by person, person by person by person, neighbor by neighbor by neighbor by neighbor. So I'm attached to this idea that we'll all wake up and be different. And that's not how it works. How it works is like this. Neighbor by neighbor by neighbor. We come together, we're on this stoop, we carpe diem, we move forward, committed, powerful, responsible, creators. That's how the change that I'm yearning for happens. Not that we kind of wake up and we've all been brainwashed or something and we do everything differently. I am positive that we will emerge from this stronger than before. It's inevitable. Wiser than before, especially if you're staying awake in the middle of nowhere. Stronger than before, wiser than before, kinder than before, kinder than before. If we stay awake and we witness all the layers of our own being and the impermanence, the changing, changing, we witness our own complexity and how everything changes on all those levels every day, it is inevitable that compassion begins to fill your being. And the result is we emerge kinder than before. Stronger than before, resilience. This too, I can use. This too, I can include. Wiser than before. We have been the spiritual scientists here on the stoop. Interesting, interesting. Learning, knowledge, wisdom. They begin to accumulate. Kinder than before. That comes from the compassion that arises by staying tuned, by staying focused, by staying present, stronger than before, wiser than before, kinder than before. Open heart, open eyes, together we rise. Do it with me. Open heart, open eyes, 
Together we rise. Open heart, open eyes. 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 Together we rise. One more. Open heart, open eyes. Together we rise. Place your palms on your thighs. Make your way into a workable seat. Witness the magnificence of your physical body just as it is in this moment. Always ready to animate your intentions in the world. Feel all the contact points of your seat, your legs, your feet, your ankles on that which is supporting you from below. And as you root downward into those points, Feel the magnificence of your spine telescoping upward, that regal rising through your crown, tops of your shoulders, bridge of your nose, roof of your mouth, tips of your ears. And witness yourself like the mighty, mighty trees, roots sinking downward, crown of the tree rising upward, victorious. And witness the space in between, the toning of your abdomen, the activation of your back to support that regal movement. Notice how you're feeling in your body today. And go deeper. And see your breath welcoming you inward. Observe your breath today. What's it like? Don't try to change it or edit it or apply any kind of should to your breathing. What can you learn from it just as it is? Is it swift, languid, something in between? Go deeper and observe your energy, prana, chi, your life force. How's it moving today through your body? Does it feel like it's moving freely? Does it feel like a little sticky in the channels today? Or something in between? Or some interesting combination? 
There's nothing to change. Just observe neutral awareness. That's not ordinary, neutral awareness. We're always labeling, judging. Back off that ordinary pattern. Just observe, give yourself space. Ventilate truth. And then turn your awareness to your mind today, your thoughts. You can notice their tone, maybe the, the pace at which they're coursing through your head. Maybe there's a subject. You're not dissecting that now, you're just identifying. What about emotionally? This is not a time to edit. If you edit, you'll get an untrue picture of how to care for yourself today. Ventilate truth, give what's happening space. Don't suffocate it with censorship. Go deeper into yourself, fourth layer of your consciousness, Vinyanamaya. The onboard observer, the witness self. Wisdom. Insight. Even intuition around what is essential, what is most important to you. On the previous layer of your consciousness, you can overanalyze. On this layer, this is where truth is. You just know. Go deeper, Ananda Maya, the bliss layer of your consciousness. What if this is the layer from which you are propelled to carpe diem? What if this is the layer that so fully understands impermanence that it experiences spontaneous joy because of the opportunity to be alive today, the opportunity to carpe this diem? deeper to your precious soul, this peace of the divine within your being, that divine spirit that unites all living things. Yes, it is in you too. And when we gaze upon each other with our eyes, with our hearts, with our minds. May we see all the way through to this layer of being. Now, unless you spend time with it within yourself, there's no way you can see it in another. 
take a good look, a good feel. Know thyself, thy whole self. And pan out now, witness your entire being, your wholeness from skin to soul. Anamaya, pranamaya, manamaya, vinyanamaya, anandamaya, atman, soul, essence. Now, dear neighbors, bring your hands together in front of your heart with this beautiful gesture. We make an offering of our time together on this stoop. We make an offering of our time together on these cushions. We make an offering of our time together as united community. May our efforts and all the merits that come from them be of benefit to all those whose lives we touch, to those who are suffering, and to all beings everywhere. May we teach by our living example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. I offer you all a deep, sincere bow of gratitude. Namaste. Yes. Thank you, my names. Thank you for being with me these last 32 days. 32 days together. It's been exquisite. Exquisite. Some of you have been here on the stoop, literally 32 days. If you were not, the great news is we recorded every single one in video form, which you can find on IGTV. And if you don't know how to get to IGTV and these episodes, if you want to call them that, you go to my profile on Instagram and right above where the pictures are, you see a little icon that looks sort of like a TV. Touch that and then all of these episodes will come, all of our stoop sits will show. Um, if you'd rather listen and go back and, and just have your headphones and not have to look at anything, um, I, I have uh, ripped all the audio and put them all on a podcast so you can do just the audio and that's at workableday.com. So while I'm doing teacher training, I invite you to go back and listen to all of those or any of them that pique your interest. Replay the ones that are meaningful to you 
and of benefit to you, share them if you'd like, if you think they'd be of benefit to someone else. So IGTV for the video, workable day for the audio, and I have all of the asana classes, the posture practice classes that I've been creating during this 32 days. Those are all at ginayoga.com. And if you go to my actual website, ginacaputo.com, I just launched, I call them curated practice pathways. So I go by feeling or bhava, like I want to feel more grounded, and then I recommend the classes that would support that. Or I want to feel stronger, and I recommend the classes that would support that. So that's on my actual website, ginacaputo.com. And then if you want to just go direct to the videos without the curation, that's at ginayoga.com. And then one more time, workableday.com is where the audio of all of our stoop sits are. So thank you guys. I hope that you got that. If you didn't, send me a note. I'm going to be around. I will be able to um, get emails in the evenings and things like that. So um, send me a note if there's any resource that you didn't quite get where to find. I'd be happy to share. And I think that's it, my neighbors, other than I love you so much. I mean it so much. You've meant so much to me here. So thank you. Thank you. I want to like scroll back and look at some notes that were coming in. So lots of thank yous. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Stoop Troop. I like that. Stoop Troop. Thank you for being a touchstone and a guide in a weird time. I like to be your touchstone. That's sweet. I like it. Oh, and Maurice is going to go back and write down good quotes from these sits. That's a great practice. I'm glad that you, some of you are going to go back. That's fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you for your thank yous. Oh, I like it. I haven't watched any other daily Instagram. This one was so good. I stuck with it. Thanks. Oh, send some love to our teacher trainees. Jean Bean says this has helped her through these last 32 days. Me too. Me too, sister. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. And we'll um, come together again. I love it. Y'all take notes? Oh my goodness. That's just fantastic. Proud of you. Great. Well, if you're feeling low, you can always watch this last episode again because I was feeling very Reverend Gina today. Thank you so much, Nabes. I really do appreciate you and I can't wait to see what's next and I'll be around. I will see you very soon. Should we sing one more time? I'm going to sing one more time. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? All thanks and praise to Fred McFeely Rogers. <laughs> Woo! Our guiding force. Thank you all. Love you. Carpe diem. Open heart. Open eyes. Together we rise. I love you. Oh, one more hug. Mm. 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 Watch out. I'm squeezing you so tight. Mm. Bye, y'all. See you soon.